to another episode of Insight Coast to Coast on Halloween week. Ooh. Um, <laughs> coming to you from the East Coast. And to represent the West Coast, I'm joined by Aaron Simon. Hello, Aaron. Hi, Lauren. Thank you. As always, I'm Aaron Simon coming to you from sunny San Diego. When it has been beautiful this fall, I have to say, in sunny San Diego, it's currently a lovely 75 degrees with maybe two or three clouds. I think I see a couple, yeah, two out there. Um, so, yes, there's certainly not going to be any rain uh, on Halloween down here. But we have a wonderful show today, and before we get started, we want to remind you, if you haven't already, to like, follow, and subscribe to Site 1 on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube so you can stay up to date on the latest happenings in smart cities and building operations technologies. And we want to remind you, don't forget to check out uh, our podcasting channels like Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Links to all of those media channels are in the info box if you're watching this on YouTube and below this video if you're watching it on our website. Awesome. So let's just jump in. Last episode, we talked about the need to start making smart moves. And this episode, we'd like to help you start moving with the focus on FM. I'd like to take an extra moment and thank those people who work in the building operations or facilities, maintenance, and management space. You all have a complicated job and regularly chase fires in the form of leaks, dark rooms, cold areas, elevators, you name it. So much more. Thank you. So all buildings are different, so no two run the same, and those who work in FM know buildings better than anyone else. This, make oper- this makes operators a very important part to a building's or property's overall success and health. A study about FM practices found that a quarter of buildings do not use any type of FM system, and many operators keep track of what has been done to or within a building by a spreadsheet or pen and paper. This was a bit shocking to me, but probably because I spend so much time thinking about how something can be done in the best way, but a lot less time thinking about how it's being done now and how we get from what's being done now to what's next and best. Hence, another reason we're doing this series about smart moves towards smart buildings. So without data, we have no insights. So how do we get better when we don't have any data? Connected to keeping records, the study mentioned that the biggest wish of these data and operations warriors was to improve record keeping, automate processes, and improve maintenance scheduling. The risk of a lack of records goes beyond losing all historical FM work done when a person leaves for a new job or retires, um, and beyond running the space inefficiently. It goes to the equivalent of getting a new car without a Carfax report. So when occupants or renters or tenants or new owners decide on this space because of how it looks without knowing how it's been performing or the maintenance done to it, there's a lot of risk. Building operators are the only ones who know the truth and are totally indispensable to us, every single one of us. So the question becomes, how do we make building operations easier as a whole? And the good news is that some changes are already being called for in the operational culture, right? Well, we don't want to speak for every building and building professional out there, but yes, polling and research results have pretty much confirmed that uh, the majority of facilities management teams are not just ready, but are asking for and even expecting the smart move to smart buildings. For example, one survey we recently found showed 91% of facilities managers believe that innovation and differentiation are going to be the highest priority of their buildings in 2019. 
60% of facility managers believe that IoT specifically will significantly impact building and maintenance policies by 2019, and or rather in 2019, and 34% reported uh, commitments for adoption to of IoT and smart technologies. It's also important to note that uh, in that same survey, we found 55% of facility managers uh, don't believe that these technologies are going to be taking over their jobs, and they don't see it, rather they don't see it as they don't see smart moves as the beginning of the robot revolution with Skynet becoming self-aware and, and destroying uh, all of humanity. In fact, also in that same survey, 45% actually believe that a labor shortage will be the primary limitation for progress in FM in building services. And however anecdotal, uh, we've, we've heard the same things multiple times uh, at conferences, events, and, and just speaking with all the guys we know in the proverbial, you know, building trenches, um, that sentiment is certainly echo. Um, so while we've clearly established that the smart move is going to happen and needs to happen, uh, getting quality people prepared to do the FM jobs of the present and now the future should be a top priority for making said smart moves. On top of being a jack of all building trades, facility managers are now going to need to learn new operations software understand how IoT technologies are connected to their daily tasks, and be able to interpret building data into actionable action. <laughs> um, and that should totally make sense, and it does make sense to us because facility management has always been, as we just talked about, inherently information dependent. My favorite thing about what you just said is that the actual change starts within FM, and a lot of that is around the culture. Um, this one article we found talked about how the traditional FM model measured the performance of site technicians by their ability to carry out procedures with precision. However, with technology becoming more prevalent in daily routines, we have to start measuring performance by the value of innovation and the ability to harness tech for a safer, healthier, and more productive workspace. There are limits to technology, such as the expense of upfront costs or a building floor plan that doesn't make sense for automated systems like robot cleaners to run around. So your Roomba might not work everywhere, Aaron. Man, <laughs> enough with this then. You can't do this anymore. <laughs> Must have Roombas everywhere. Shut it down. <laughs> but um, the number one factor of deciding how to make a building smarter is how it will affect its occupants, and that will determine the priority of and order to start acting. Um, part of what needs to go into that is teaching the right skills to existing workers and new operators um, as technology changes processes, data will need to be looked at, yada yada, and possibly analyzed instead of just jotted down. So the article said, facility managers will thrive in a culture that fosters experimentation, where leaders believe in the value of constant training and retraining of staff Investing in equipment that troubleshoots problems and alerts technicians to possible defects ahead of an incident, even before a problem surfaces. So that, that's a big change from where we are operating now. And even though personnel can account for 60 to 70 percent of operational and maintenance costs, um, there, is a, you know, there is no one size fits all for buildings. So everyone needs to do the research and talk to their operational teams to figure out the best solution for them. Uh, I think it's an I think an easy to use and scalable software is a good way to jumpstart it all. Start small and let the data grow so that an operational team can get more familiar and comfortable with the system, and then go from there. Brilliant, absolutely. So to quickly sum up the, today's episode, 
For numerous reasons, the unsung heroes and the foundation of all great building operations uh, are indeed the FM teams. And it's as it's time to smart, excuse me, as it's time to make smart moves to smart buildings, the first step is to build on that foundation and get them on the same smart building page. It sentence even smart sentence even um, because not only are the gate are they the gatekeepers of past data points. But they'll be creating, connecting, and interpreting future data points as well and all for the better of their buildings. And that wraps up today's episode. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in via the various ways you have. And, again, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to Site 101 on the socials. Check us out on your favorite podcasting platform or keep watching the videos. We'll see you next time. Bye, Aaron. Bye, Lauren. Bye.